This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today I want to talk about something that is really tough for some couples. And I just want to preempt by saying that I'm going to talk about it in heterosexual terms, because the majority of my clients are heterosexual, not all of them, but most of them. And because I work with men only, I'm going to talk about it in terms of men and women and what I see in my practice. There may be other things out there. I'm just going to speak from the experience in my practice. So I want to talk about what happens when your partner, spouse, or wife tells you that intimacy and sexuality is off the table, that that's not going to happen again? And I do hear this a lot, a lot, a lot. Now, sometimes in those situations, the partner, the wife is willing to work on things, either to get help for herself or whatever's going on for her or together with the partner, sometimes both. And that would be my number one hope for you is if you're both still interested in having a sexual relationship, but it's not happening, that both of you could get some help. If she is no longer interested for whatever reason, any reason at all, that maybe you could work together as a team to find some solutions. Now, those solutions, you know, I guess in an ideal world would be how do you come back into intimacy together? How do you come back to sexuality together? If that's not a possibility, then what do you do? What? How do you, as the person who is still wanting sexuality and intimacy, get those needs met? And that's the stuff that I want to kind of explore on today's podcast. So I see this a lot in my in my sessions and my clients. And um, I was asked about this recently on TikTok, and I made a kind of three-part series trying to answer the question. And I want to share what I shared there and expand on that a bit. So first of all, compassion and empathy and love. You know, if your partner is telling you, I'm done with sex. I don't want to do it anymore. Let's not talk about it. I don't want to know. It's over. I'm not interested. That kind of thing. First of all, it's really fucking hard to hear. And it might have been really hard for her to say. It might have been really hard for her to finally come to that point where she just cannot go on. And there could be a million reasons why. There could be obvious ones like she's suffered some sort of trauma or chronic illness or even acute illness, or maybe she's lost trust in the relationship. Maybe old things from the past have surfaced. There can be loads of reasons. And you might know some of them. There's a good chance you don't know all of them. It could be things that she doesn't know herself. 
for example. It could just feel unsafe or just a no-go area, and she might not even be conscious of the reasons why herself. But you have to respect what she says. Now, as a team and as a couple, I think it also is really important to have conversations around that. And listen, I work with guys who tell me their wife won't even talk about it. And that's even tougher because I, you know, you're supposed to work as a team, (laughs) but let's look at the nuances in this. So if your partner has said no more sexuality and you have say offered everything you can think of to help, whether that's going and getting some help together, that could be therapy, coaching, counseling, seeing somebody like myself who works with couples, or any kind of help that she's open to, in fact, anything that you can think of. If you have either tried that or she's not open to that, then the next thing, and this could take months because, you know, there's a lot of vulnerable, nuanced conversations that have to happen to move this sort of situation forward. So as best you can, even if you're really triggered by it, I urge you to keep a very open heart, to be patient and curious and compassionate and empathize for someone to completely shut down their sexuality, especially when they're already in a committed relationship, I think is a big thing. I think there's something really tricky and painful going on, whether they realize it or not, and whether they're able to speak about it or not, or share with you or not. So hold it lovingly. If you are committed to staying in the relationship, and why wouldn't you be, then I think the next conversations are, if she's shutting the door, then to find out what exactly is she shutting the door on. So like, what together do you perceive is sex? And what together do you perceive is intimacy or affection? What is allowed? What is she comfortable with? What does she feel safe with? Can you hold her hand? Can you put your arm around her? Are hugs okay? Are naked hugs okay? What about kissing? You know, and really drop down into the nuances of the things that you like and that you maybe you've liked together in the past. What is she comfortable with moving forward? And then you kind of can gauge that. And if you have a, you know, a little list. I I don't like to to itemize it like that exactly, but if you have a deeper understanding and clarity around what she is up for, then do some introspection yourself and say, well, that's great. These things are on the table and I think I can fit my sexual self into that comfortably. Then that's great. Then there may not be a problem. You may be able to move forward with what's possible as a couple. And there may be ways to expand all of that and grow all of that, even if certain elements of sexuality are completely off the table. If there's very little on the table, or if there's not enough for you to feel that you can express your full sexual self, then there's some further, more vulnerable, deeper conversations to be had. For example, asking her, okay, so you don't wish to express any of those things with me. Do you want to express them with someone else? And should I be expressing them with someone else? Are either of you open to an open relationship? 
Not necessarily polyamory, because that's about falling in love with other people, although that might be your way, but it could just be that you're open to being sexual or intimate or affectionate with other people. And if that's all out in the open and that's okay with both of you, then that might be a way to proceed. I have a story about that, but I'm going to save that for a minute. If she's not open to that, or if she doesn't want you to see people on the side, as it were, then what about you seeing a professional? That could be someone who's an escort or a dominatrix or someone like me who, you know, we don't do full penetration, but we I help you explore and express your sexual self in a safe, held, boundaried way, which I think is often one of the best choices for anyone, but I'm talking about men who are in relationships where the other party has shut the door on sexuality and intimacy. I think paying a professional to hold a space for you to explore that part of yourself is one of the safest ways forward um, for you as a couple. That doesn't mean it always goes down well at home, though. I think there's a conversation to be had with your partner around, okay, my love, you are saying no to almost everything. What do you think I should do with my sexuality? Because here's the thing, you know, shutting down your sexuality is so much more than just shutting down sex, you know, and intercourse. You know, our our sexual energy and access to that part of ourself is our creative self, our healing self, our the way, especially for men, the way they penetrate the world and flirt with the world and feel alive and vibrant. And so shutting that down is, you know, a slow death, unless it's your choice to do so. That's different. But if it's not your choice, then that's, I think, hugely problematic. And I, that you need to find a way through together, if you can, for you to safely and joyfully have a way to express that part of you. And like I say, the ideal would be that together as a couple, you find your way forward. So let me pause there and tell you this story. Many years ago, I started working with this gorgeous, gorgeous man who he and his wife, they'd been together since they were teenagers. And I think there had been some sex and sexuality, but not a lot and only with each other. And at some point, there started to be some problems and they sought help together as a couple. And they did some couples work together. And long story short, it was recommended that he do some work with me to boost his sexual confidence, find who he was, figure out who he was as a sexual being. And she was going to do some other work. And again, long story short, she decided not to carry on with the work, but she was happy for him too. And we worked together off and on for a good maybe a couple of years. And then it got to the point where he had his full glorious sexual self switched on and ready and revving and ready to go and nowhere to put it. And although he and I explored quite intimately, you know, I don't offer penetration. And it came to the point where that's really what he needed to be doing from time to time. Now, he was not a player. He's not that kind of guy. And he he didn't want to be with someone other than his wife. And so it was quite tricky for a long time. I mean, maybe even a year or more where he really wanted to express that part of himself, but his wife didn't want to do that. And he was absolutely committed to her. He wasn't going to leave her. He wasn't going to cheat on her. And he just didn't know what to do. And I started to talk to him about 
perhaps with his wife's full knowledge and permission about finding a lover. And he did not like the idea of that. It really scared him. I mean, part of him liked the idea of it. He liked the concept, but it was terrifying to him. And I think if I remember correctly, it took many months for him to get even comfortable enough to mention it to his wife. And I think somewhere along then COVID hit and it kind of went by the wayside because it wasn't safe to meet new people. She eventually between them, they agreed that he should find a lover and that she would like to meet the lover and kind of know the person. And, you know, that that's how they were going to proceed. Of course, COVID stepped in and that scuppered things for another year, year and a half. But long, 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 long story short, he is now still very happily married to his wife and he has a lover. And I don't know if they refer to her as a lover or a girlfriend or a partner. I don't know how they refer to her, but he has found someone to share his sexuality with and to share his sexual expression with. The wife and her have met. I've met both of them and he's got something great going on. And it is not what he wanted at first. He didn't want to be um, being sexual with somebody outside of his relationship. It was very uncomfortable for him. But after a while, not expressing his sexual self became even more uncomfortable. And he knew he had to do something or he was going to end up shutting himself down so far that it was going to affect his life, his health, his happiness, everything. And so eventually they were able to find something that worked for them. That's not going to be everyone's story. I know that, for example, I have a chap coming to see me at the moment he and his wife got some couples counseling to try and help with their sexuality issues. And that came to a close. I think it was through that that he was recommended to come see me. But his wife isn't thrilled about it. You know, she knows that he's coming and she knows that I don't offer penetrative sex and that I'm there for him. But she's still uncomfortable. And I get it. I get it. So it's not a perfect solution. So if this is you, if you are the person who has been told that your partner or your spouse no longer wants to be sexual with you. I think there is a series of deep conversations, very nuanced conversations, open-hearted, loving, caring conversations to be had between you. You need to find out to the best of your ability without causing further shutdown what's going on and would you be willing to get some help? Can we work on this as a team, as a couple? You know, what is on and off? What's okay to do together? And, you know, what are you supposed to do with the rest of your sexual energy? I don't mean that as a threat. I mean that really caring and compassionately. Like, what would your partner recommend or like or feel comfortable with you doing? And start working your way through it. Listen, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs in this kind of exploration. It's tricky for everyone. You know, it's tricky for you because the person you're in love with and in a relationship with has said no more sex. It's tricky for them, for someone to shut down their sexuality. Trust me, they're going through something too. So don't be pushy, no blaming. You know, there's no one to blame. It just is what it is. And looking at what can you do as a team about this? What is comfortable for both of you? Maybe there's loads of suggestions and possibilities that I haven't mentioned, you know, and if there are, please email me or message me and let me know because then I can help other people expand their thinking on this as well. So yeah, tricky situation, but definitely 
lots of possibilities. You just are going to have to find your way forward and see what you're comfortable with. You know, just for my part, I've been in two marriages that ended up sexless and I tried for us to get help with one of them. He wasn't willing to get help at all. And that relationship ended. And the second one, we did get some help, but it it didn't help. Uh, we weren't really completely honest with the therapist and she really wasn't qualified enough <laughs> to help us with our complicated issues. And that relationship didn't last at, at all. I have a lot more emotional intelligence now, and I might have handled both situations differently if I knew then what I know now. But hey, you can only do what you can do with what you've got in the moment. So yeah, lots of care, lots of love, lots of compassion, lots of trying to work as a team, and lots of opening up nuance to see what is possible and what are you both comfortable with so that you can carry on and maintain your loving relationship. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if this is helpful or if you have any other suggestions. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below wherever you are listening.